Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Come and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, yes, it is. And here we are, the Modern Eater Show, live at the Cherry Creek Arts Festival in front of Grand Kitchen and Watering Hole. <laughs> Good show for you tonight. Uh, coming off the first week of the summer dinner series with Chef Carrie Baird. And what a time that was on Tuesday night. <laughs> you hear that? He's starting already, Greg. <laughs> yes, he is. It's gonna, hey, buckle up because this is going to be a great show. And if you're at the, the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, come on by and see us on 3rd and Fillmore in front of Grind Kitchen and Water Night. Uh, coming off the first week of the summer dinner series with Chef Carrie Baird, and what a time that was on Tuesday night. <laughs> He's starting already, Greg. <laughs> yes, he is. It's gonna, hey, buckle up, because this is going to be a great show. And if you're at the, the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, come on by and see us on 3rd and Fillmore in front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and special co-host uh, for two hours, we've got him, Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Woo-hoo! <laughs> you got an old-fashioned, you have some rinds. Chicharrones and an old-fashioned. What more can you ask? I for? don't know what more. And can... lightning. <laughs> There's no lightning anymore. Come on, people. You're, that doesn't. That's not how you get people to come down to the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. Well, not where they are. Just where we're sitting. <laughs> just where we're sitting. Uh, Keegan, here it is. Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. There's no song. Come Tuesday. Is there? Uh, I think it's something like. I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> That's right. I know that for sure. Uh, summer dinner series. Did you get to see any of the takeaway from Carrie's dinner? I actually did, yes. And I think it must have been delicious. It was delicious. I don't know if I can out-delicious her, but I think I can out-fun her. The bar set high. The bar set high. The bar it's, is, it is set, set high. high. It's a great venue. Barbecue supply company. Probably didn't know what to expect when you walked into the place, right? Actually, I love that venue. I have to say, I didn't. When I drove there, I was confused. And then it has a cute little front, actually, with that antique truck that he turned into a smoker, mm-hmm. and he's got every kind of cooking toy that you could want for a dinner. Tons of space, and I think tools plus space plus creativity equals delicious. We're also live on Facebook right now. Uh, Facebook's your friend, Keegan. Facebook is my friend. You just taught me how to log in the other day. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> like, Chef Keegan, you do have an account. Look. And um, when you posted something, it, it, it you get a million hits right off of D-Bar's page. Oh, yeah? Yeah, people flock to your D-Bar's Boy, I hope page. you're right. You need to post more on that I page, would like so. one or two people to make a reservation to eat dinner on Tuesday. One or two? Well, you know, we're going to have a full house. We have house, seats man. for 40. Yes, we do. If you call in the next five minutes, I will buy you and your friend You're lying. tickets to the dinner. I will. What? Can they call us? Or are we Because we're in Cherry <laughs> Creek, they can't call. No, I, I mean, I guess so. But are you sure you want to not do it a little bit more officially, like listen to the whole broadcast and at the end of the broadcast? No, no, no. Early, early bird gets the worm. All right, so pack three. it in the cannon and shoot it out, Greg. I don't know. So <laughs> we she- can do something else later, like you know, you and all your special friends. But this one, 
<laughs> so Chef Keegan Gerhardt of uh, D-Bar Denver and the Food Network has just offered to uh, the first person to call 303-713-8255 a ticket, uh, two tickets to the summer dinner series. They're 100 bucks a piece. That's $200, and this was not expected at all. So You're welcome. 303-713-8255. Yeah. It's Tuesday nights from uh, 530 to 630 is happy hour, cocktail hour. And then 6.30, the festivities um, start. And I'll have to tell you, I don't know whether it was good luck or what it was, but for the first one, uh, first of eight, you're the second, that the place was packed. The, there was a buzz in the room. People were ready to go, eating great food, talking, learning things all about Colorado, sourcing great products. And it was just an exciting night. And I look forward to Tuesday night as well with you. Well, listen, I, that, that's the part of it that appealed to me especially was, I believe you used the super cool word, hyper-local. What did you say, Regis, back there? <laughs> did someone call for the tickets? Yeah, yeah, guys. I just wanted to know um, um, how you – is y'all doing two Well, can we, get, can we get them on the air with us right now? Two people. Regis? Two yep, tickets. I got two people for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to get the names, and then I'm about to uh, pot y'all in. Yeah, tell us when second. they're ready to get on the air. I get to have a say in your wardrobe that night. <laughs> <laughs> that was generous, man. There was a caveat with that. I like that. Well, you know, there's just always rules, aren't there? Yes. Are you going to do this again in the show, or we don't know? Yeah, we're going to maybe. Maybe? Maybe okay. something different. <laughs> maybe something different. We don't want to do it exactly the same. I can't wait to hear who's going to be coming. That was a very generous gift for you. So you could continue. The the appeal to this these dinners war. Well, I, I, I'm seriously, I, the appeal is the local piece, you yeah. know? I mean, Brian came today to D-Bar with, like, like – that whole Christmas in July thing yeah. happened. He, he filled up a six-foot table full of beautiful produce. I'm so excited. I don't even know what to do with myself. Mosh. Like, we made we made that kulfi, that Indian ice cream with the turmeric and the ginger. Yes. Yeah. Stupid good. Already. You're yeah. prepping. You're well, ready to I mean, roll. you know, we're going to be ready. All right. Do we have our winners on the line ready to go, Regis? What's yes, their name? Yes, we do. We have John on line number one. John, you're a lucky guy. How are you? Great, thanks. <laughs> Keegan Gerhardt just bought you dinner for two for his uh, dinner on uh, at the oh. summer dinner series. What do you think of that? I'm psyched. It sounds incredible. John, who are you going to bring? I- I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'll find somebody for sure. There's going to be a lot of people wanting to go. <laughs> worrisome. He wants to uh, control your wardrobe. I do. For what, the are night you, too. what are you going to wear? I- I- if you're in charge, you tell me. Well, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> just a t-shirt. Just, just a t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. It's <laughs> hot out, Keegan. Yeah. Just yeah. a t-shirt. Just He's got the curtains on, but no carpet. A t-shirt <laughs> and the skivvies. What do they call that in that movie that just came out? Oh, my gosh. I haven't um, seen a movie in years, Oh, Keegan. you can't say it on the – never mind. <laughs> John, are you a, are you a uh, food lover? I am a food lover. You're in for a treat, man. Uh, not short shirting it. First he said short shirting it, and then he got a little more specific. Uh, this is going to be a good, sh- an interesting show, John. We're at the Cherry Creek Arts Festival right now in front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole, and week two of the summer dinner series is Tuesday night. First of all, I guess you're going to make yourself available for Tuesday night, huh? Please, won't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Do you like beer? I like beer. Because we are going to have two different kinds of beer as sponsors that have graciously paired their creations with our uh, courses. Two of the best, too, food-related with um, Spice Trade Brewing Company. And Jeff Tyler just came up to us right now. He's got some beer 
waiting for ah, it. Ah, I was wondering. I and was wondering then, where he and, was. And uh, he's just wearing a T-shirt as well. <laughs> That's right. A Spice Trade T-shirt. <laughs> and Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, man. And Rocker Spirits is doing all of the spirits for Cocktail Hour. The, the spirits were fantastic. And then we've got uh, SRA, South River Aquaponics, are providing some produce along with Growers Organic. And so you're in for a night of Colorado, my man. Sounds great. Yeah, and I'll tell you, one of the things that one of the guests said at the first dinner is, man, we got over $30 worth of drinks at the front door before we even got in here. So I think it's one heck of a deal that night. Oh, it's a, all the way around. It's a really good deal for John in particular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how's this like transaction going to take place here? Uh, John, I guess we'll just get your name and, and uh, have you ready at the door there. But congratulations. That was totally demand, unexpected. Demand details, John. Demand details because we don't want you to <laughs> miss this. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks you're so in, much, man. Yeah, I'm, you're in for a I'm, treat. I'm psyched to be going. There he is, John. All right, John. We have a listener. Yeah, that's. It's. I feel really comfortable knowing that one person is out there listening to the show. I, tonight. you know, I think Keegan actually probably did that to take the temperature of the show. Yeah, that's. So my, do do it again, Keegan. That's my sous chef. Do, do it again. <laughs> that was your sous chef. Yeah. Um, again, that was very. Uh, Jay Parker here. A little shout out to Marvin Williams from Abruzzi's. He's watching us on Facebook. He yeah. says, "What's up?" Facebook, oh, nice. Facebook Live. Check it out. Uh, the Modern Eater Facebook page. At the break, we're going to get Keegan to share it. Here's the show. Uh, Jeff Tyler from Spice Trade. We're going to talk beer and beer pairings as well. We're going to talk a lot of Colorado, Colorado products. We're going to talk to Keegan. Uh, I find Keegan's career fascinating, oh. and you just roll with me on this. <laughs> you, you lived it, though. I'd rather talk lambs. You'd ra- we got a great and lamb. Cherries and All right, peaches. so his name was Mike Harper. 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 We went to Harper, Harper Feeders yep. in... Um, Eaton, Colorado. For the lamb? Yeah. Yeah. For the lamb. For, I mean, fresh. It was harvested a, a day ago. We, Not we two spoke days ago. to it two days ago. Yes, we did speak to it. And now it's going to speak to you on Tuesday night. It is going to. Nick's got big, big plans. We have a, we have a pretty, I don't know, in the, in, in the culinary world. You, got, you, know, you get your first head chef job, exec chef job. Yeah. It takes about six months to get your head to stop swimming and then about six months to settle in. And I think Nick has settled in nicely. He came to us from Mercantile. Uh-huh. And uh, so Nick Morgan and I and my wife, we're going to be there doing this dinner. And he's got a really cool plan for this lamb. So he deboned it today, um, kind of flattened it out, is rolling it up. It's going to do magical, delicious things to it. And then we're going we're gonna to roast it and then finally grill it and send it. It's going to be so good. You took the whole lamb. The whole lamb. I mean, really, snout to tail. People say that a lot, but this was snout to tail. We lamb. are not going to serve you the head. We're going to do something for ourselves with the head part. But uh, but the part that you could you know that you can kind of roast and grill, we're gonna do that part um, for the dinner, and you'll see us um, cut that once it's cooked to order, and we'll plate we're gonna plate every course in the room actually, and uh, we weren't gonna do mushrooms on that course, but Brian brought a boatload of beautiful mushrooms. My goodness. Yeah, those are really nice from SRA. They're from wow. our good friends at Salt. Oh, I'm so South sorry. River. I thought okay. no, 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 but, no, no, but I they're all tied in because my yeah. truck was out. Montrose picked them Got up you. yesterday, okay. so they just cut them. They're, those mushrooms are like less than two days. Away. My goodness, yeah. so beautiful. They're pristine. They really are. Okay, so let's talk food when we get back. Let's talk about your menu. Let's, let's talk about all the things that we're going to do. And I kind of want to know what the flow of your show is. It's really like a show. Really, people are going to be interested in seeing. Uh, are you going to? Just plate? Are you going to uh, cook a course? What, what are you going to do? We'll figure that when we get back. All right, so a reset real quick. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Do you have the goods? 
Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 at Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. And I'm also on the Top Chef season 15, Colorado. Yes, you were. <laughs> right. yeah, and now that we're back, we I... return to the auditory artist, Greg Hollenbeck, here on Modern Eater. I don't sound I like that, do I? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh-huh. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Well, I'll tell you what. When you do these types of things and there's so many thing, moving parts that are going through your mind, mm-hmm. you just have to get the formatics down and get it out. That's kind of true. You know? Um, I mean, everybody has their grown-up science film voice that they use, right? Eh, yeah. But yeah. you but you sound natural. You sound like you sound every day. It's, I've been doing it for a while, man, just like you. Yeah. In, in, our first in other ways. Uh, so, in front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole, Keegan, Cherry Creek Who Arts happens Festival. to make a, a major delicious old-fashioned <laughs> with well, a square ice cube. What were you going to say, bitching or something No, like that? no, no. I would never. You would never do that. Uh, we're live on Facebook right now. The Modern Eater is all you have to do to search that out. Uh, Chef Keegan Gerhardt with us. He is doing Tuesday night of the Summer Dinner Series, which is really cool that you've agreed to do that. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Chef Keegan here, Jeff Tyler's here from Spice Trade as well. And we're going to um, talk about food and the menu and really what this show is going to be like. Summerdinnerseries.com is where you're going to get your tickets. And here's the, here's the chef lineup. So Carrie Baird did last Tuesday. Keegan is this Tuesday. The following Tuesday is our friend here right there, uh, Chef Preston Phillips from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. We have Daniel Asher. We have Brother Luck. We have Kyle Come Mendenhall. Home. And I, we, we, we have all the ACF chefs doing one big collaboration yeah. night. Oh, really? Yeah. And let's talk about that because ACF was very thankful that you talked about that a bit in a promo video there. But you mean it. The ACF, one of the um, 
highlights to you, Keegan, is their apprenticeship program. I believe, I believe that the future of our industry is relying upon the people that either decide or get encouraged to decide and then afterwards trained to become pros. You know, it's uh, the biggest challenge for any restaurant, I dare say, in Denver or anywhere in America right now is good staff. And culinarians, you know, the people that have the passion to be a good culinarian, someone that can become a great chef, they also have a lot of choices to do a lot of other things in life. Mm -hmm. So um, ACF is a, is, a is a nationwide organization. I happen to think that the Colorado chapter of the ACF is the best chapter in the country. I think they're super innovative. They're super creative, hardworking. And their apprenticeship program is just these people that are just like the guy that contacted us, just like Brandon. Jazz, yeah, yeah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon. Jazzed out of their minds to get into their career and spend time with like-minded, passionate people. We are going to talk about f food and the menu in just a minute here, but I want to kind of expand on that point um, because the bench is lacking right now. The bench is well, – there is no bench. There is no There's bench. There's barely a man on deck. Yeah. And when, so you were a kid coming up in the business. Have you, uh, when did you start out in the business? And did you start out kind of that eager kid that would do anything from uh, dishes in the pit to clearing tables? I, you know, I don't know how eager I was. I had a plan for sure. I wanted to be left alone. And I wasn't like a guy that expired. Uh, aspired. Did I just say expired? Expired. That's coming. Aspired. Aspired. You have be... a born on date on your king. <laughs> I do, actually. Um, uh, I aspired to be a professional athlete and always was involved in sports. So I wanted a job that I could do after sports were over, nighttime, work hard, get paid, go home, no mm -hmm. BS. And dishwashing was perfect for me. So I started in high school. I did that in college. And then, you know, as per use, if you have a dishwasher that takes care of business and they don't have anything to do, then you make them start to prep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you realize that's not great money. Then you go be a server. And there's your defining moment. Either you have the patience for the general public or you don't. Mm -hmm. I do not. So, But, you know, but you're not. How old do you figure Brandon is? 23, yeah, 20. Young, maybe, young maybe, guy. Maybe. So, you know, what strikes me about it, first of all, he's volunteering his time for these yeah. dinners. He wants to be there. There's no job too little for him. Uh, he's, he's into it all. And I guess that mentality does exist, but it's rare, especially in this industry where there is no bench and a lot of people want to come out and be the Keegan Gerhards well, of the world right away. Well, listen, it's true. People, you know, they smart ones want a return on their investment, right? And they're... In no, I don't believe in industry there's a guaranteed return on investment. It's not just chefs that work hard. Everybody works hard. You've got your own business. I don't have to ask you if you work hard <laughs> yeah. or if you work a lot. I'm looking at Brian, and I can look at Jeff, and I can know the very same thing. If you want to be successful, you have to do the work that's required to be successful. Um, what ACS does is make it very organized and make your passion and your efforts worthwhile. They, equal, they add up to something, and uh, you get placed, and you get – you get, you're directed. When you might get off the path, they'll put you back on the path. You'll mm -hmm. get connected to the best talent. So uh, I just love the fact that the, the, some of the proceeds of this dinner are going to the apprenticeship yeah. program. Yeah, Keegan, Brian Freeman, I'm curious because I think it's, a lot has changed in the last 30 years yeah. um, in the industry and the fact that having a lot of people work their way up from just like you, and, and they don't necessarily, where you chose a, a route where you got some formal training. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are good, but have never had any formal training. But that's really changing because the passion, the fact that the money and what it takes to survive anymore 
has changed a lot. Do you is there any truth to that or? Listen, this is a this is a um, <laughs> this is a sensitive can of worms that mm-hmm. we are uh, uh, opening up, and I and I and I think it should be talked about more. Um, it's something that I really enjoy about Eat Denver. Uh, it's a Eat Denver is an organization, a local Denver organization of locally owned and operated restaurants, and mm-hmm. we do talk about these problems all the time. But when you said formal training, I did a formal apprenticeship, but unpaid. And, uh, you know, just basically an ass whooping for two years and a whole lot of yes, chef. And they tell you when they're ready. They give you a little pat on the butt and let you know when you're ready. Um, there are people that go to culinary school that, that don't have the same opportunity. And they think because they spend a lot of money, they should. Uh, you know, the world doesn't work like that. So, and then yeah, I got kids in my, in my own kitchen, like started just like I did, that are dishwashers. We had a dishwasher, Jacob. He's on the line for me now. I just I just left the restaurant. He's working he's working on the uh, Garmage station today. The the kid gets it. The kid gets it. He got it in the dish pit. He had court vision. He saw beyond where he was. He was intrigued with what was going on in the kitchen. Now that he's part of what's going on in the kitchen, his eyes are like saucers every day. He can't wait to come to work. Every day he learns. Every day he grows. And to me, that's the fabric. That's the backbone of what makes our industry great. What's hard is especially in Denver or any place, look at the marijuana industry. Can we pay, walking in the door, no talent, what the marijuana industry can nope. pay? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So are they going to go somewhere else for 50 cents a dollar an hour more? Yeah. Will they do that very same thing three years later after you spent three years training them? Mm-hmm. Absolutely they will. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to give them more of a reason. You've got to give them a vision. You have to give them hope and belief that, that they can become something, that they can be you or better than you. Uh-huh. They can do more than you, and they should. Uh-huh. They should work with several people and be better than all those people put together. Let's talk a little bit of actual reality, and what do you do with this, uh, Keegan, Chef Keegan Gerhard, with us on the Modern Eater Show at the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. What do you do with this where the uh, American mentality really is uh, service in- industry should be a, a segue job to get onto your life yeah. to where you're, you're you know, either you're waiting tables or you're a line cook in the kitchen, and you need to get out of there at a so- certain point or, you know, you, you look at a lot of European cultures, food is life and, and food and beverage and, and people really rally around those types of things. But in, in our American culture, um, it's looked at as, as you need to go. And I think a lot of people are treating those jobs uh, as just that. And it, and it creates for an unstable environment for a restaurant in general. Well, one of the hardest things about the hospitality industry, the food and beverage industry, is the turnover for sure. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, the front and back of the house, you know, a server is, is on the opposite end of a new cook, a new server and a new cook. Mm-hmm. They might make a little bit more money once they get used to that particular restaurant, but their money will massively increase. They'll make great money from the beginning. The cook will make terrible money. The cook has the opportunity to make way more money if he sticks with it and is great. Um, that's completely up to them if the if the... If the uh, employer is giving them the proper opportunity, then they should grow and they should become great. I think I think people become as great as you make them and as great as you give them the tools to become. So uh, the hard thing is that, yeah, they'll all walk away. And in, it's not like Europe. It's not like other parts of the world where uh, the only thing harder thing than being a new cook is being a server and going to a party and telling your friends, what do you do? And they, no one says, I'm a server. Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact, we talk about my restaurant. They're just like, yeah, I'm still a server. But, you know, I'm also... Mm-hmm. An interesting phenomenon, I think it comes along with technology and, and food shows of this uh, image of the kind of the rock star chef, you know, yeah. and a lot of uh, guys and gals get into the business <laughs> thinking that and then peter out 
what I mean, realistically, what are the chances of of being a cook and ever being a uh, a well-known celebrity chef. celebrity chef or even having a profitable restaurant. Oh, Lord. That's probably, I was going to say, nothing's worse than that. Maybe, maybe when the... It reminds power, me of radio. Remember when the Powerball was $2 billion? Yeah. That's about the same amount yeah. of, of opportunity that you had to be a celebrity Well, what chef. do you say to the folks I, that want to get into the business and that's kind of their dream and their goal? Can you ground them or do you want to encourage them? I always want to encourage. Anything is possible. You know, I believe anything is possible. You can't limit someone. I think you, it's my responsibility to give people hope about what is possible. So if I serve as an example of what could happen to you, then I have nothing but openness to share with you about how it happened. It was. But are you being realistic for that? Because a lot of I'm times gonna, when I tell people that they're broadcasting school, schools and kids that are getting, first thing I tell them is turn around and run. Go get a real job. Oh, I, yeah. Listen, if your mom's going to come and ask me, should he be a chef, I'm going to be like, eh. <laughs> Well, would do you, you want say, him to be? Do you think it's a fair statement to say chefs are entrepreneurs? I because do. Because if I you're really, if you're going to take your career somewhere, it's all you. I mean, listen, the hardest the hardest realization as a chef that has an opportunity somehow, some way to have a business of their own is being a chef's not enough. You've got to be a businessman, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know. That's lightning in a bottle. Oh, come on. Yeah, if you know, if you know both. So I, I, now my dreams have shifted slightly. I have an amazing team of culinarians around me, and if I could ever become as good of a businessman as I am a cook, then D-Bar might actually get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that uh, – but, but back to your question about is it right to encourage them. I do think it's you, right you to You have encourage. to morally. Yeah, But listen, logically, or do you feel like, oh, Listen, man. I've been on TV for how many years? It's 2018? 17 years. So I figure – I know when someone comes up to me, especially a family of people, and they start with, um, chef, and they look really desperate, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, can you tell my kid mm-hmm. what they want to say? They, they realize right when they're about to say it, it sounds funny to say it, but can you help me get my kid on right. TV? What do you say? Can you tell my kid how to get on TV? And yeah, I just do you say, tell him to go do some dishes? No, I say, <laughs> you know, work hard, find your passion, yeah. do what you love, but there is a part of me inside that wants to say, how about you work your ass off mm-hmm. and someone will find you mm. food network will find you because they'll heard about what you're doing yeah. what you're making happen in the industry mm-hmm. you know people have opportunities look look at carrie baird right in top chef colorado she's sweet soft-spoken she's the local you never saw the pressure of being the colorado girl so was her. it a matter of time for her or was it a stroke of luck oh i don't think it was luck Listen, I remember this is one thing I remember from my apprenticeship. Well, I remember about five really, really big moments mm-hmm. in my apprenticeship. One of them, when I came up to my boss and asked, I just he just made this sugar showpiece that I it made me want to cry. It was so beautiful. I just and I'd been working with him for three years and I didn't understand still how he did it. And I was like, Jackie, I I just don't understand how that's possible. And he just looked at me, like pointed to the name on his jacket, you know. And then I was like, How long did it take you to do that? And he said. 51 years because he's 51 years old so you know the, the point of that is everything that you were before you became a cook and everything that you're going to do after it all leads to where you are at the moment you know nothing's unimportant your perspective is important your passion is important because after a while if it's a chef celebrity chef whatever kind of chef you are you have to stop looking outside for what's important to you and you have to look within and then for someone like carrie she made great decisions on that show about how she was going to show 
how she was going to show who she is. I'm sorry, that was a fly. Was that? Please. That was pent up anger. I just felt like I just felt like if you're watching on Facebook, there's not a lot going on. I'm eating chicharrones, and you're drinking a beer. He's like, Greg, pay attention. We're doing a show over here. There was, however, a fly on Greg's boob, so I took care of that. He did well, take care. Of what, what's interesting about what you're talking about, and it's a patience to put the time in, because yeah. I think right now the world is so much about instant gratification. Yes, it Everything is. we do anymore, we can pick up an iPad, we can pick up an iPhone and get anything we want. But right. what do you do about the team mentality that there's, there's line cooks meant to be line cooks in this world? There are guys meant to wash dishes. There are guys meant to expo. The, those positions need to be filled. Should there always be, uh, I mean, should there be a filibuster to get there or should it just be everybody's together working within the kitchen and, and you share that success, which you do, I, I see so well. You're Listen, I'm not normally this much of a colloquialism machine, but like the cream rises, man. You put everybody in a kitchen, some people are going to step up. You can't tell a person, come in early and do more because I don't want people in my kitchen working that aren't getting paid. That's not how it should work to me. When I did it, I didn't get paid for my three-year apprenticeship. That's, that was a different time, right? But there's somebody that's always going to be a little bit early. That's always going to ask you questions. It's always going to, in fact, they might really just straight up irritate you, bother you. Chef, I'm done. Chef, what can I do now? Chef, can I do that with you? Chef, why are you doing that? That person is often the person that you're like, okay, I have to chill because this person is showing extraordinary attention to detail. Yeah. You know, because that, those are the people, the people that are, are the go-getters, man. You can't, you can't make someone want to. They just have to want to. All right, at 6.45, so we'll do the menu in the kitchen. Uh, our in-the-kitchen segment's always all about food, but it'll be this time uh, Chef Keegan Gerrard out here. Or Chef Preston Phillips from Grand Kitchen Watering Hole is going to make an appearance at some point. He's working hard in the kitchen right now, as well as he should be during the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. When I want to get back, Chef, uh, with restaurants, and, and this is where your perspective will be really cool as a not only a chef but a businessman, owning your own restaurant, which, you know, let's face it, you're working on very small profit margins. Very small. I mean, 8% (laughs) if you're really lucky off of the bottom line. Uh, So how do you do those types of things, and how do you keep a restaurant afloat, and how do you keep um, cooks in the kitchen when the money is so weighted to the front of the house towards the back of the house? So. Can you hold on to, you, to that response? All right, we'll take, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with Chef Keegan Gerhardt right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. 
Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000 gallon system year round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, guess what? There's a lot of reasons why The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio in Denver comes to you, and one of them is because of generous sponsorship. Jeff worked with A Beverage, A Plus Beverage Solutions. Have you guys ever heard of him? Yes, we have. Have you yeah. met him? Yes, we have. Because he came and saved the day at D-Bar, I'll tell you that right now. Um, if, you've got a, uh, if you've got a draft system in your restaurant, they do everything that you need to do. Beer at a certain temperature, no foam because... Oh, my gosh. Foam is throwing your money, <laughs> money down, down the drain. Yes, it is. <laughs> foam is money, kids. Um, they do custom installs and maintenance of draft systems. The draft maintenance, to me, is the most important it thing. It is, yeah. Because who wants to go into any night, much less a weekend night, and your draft system's down? It makes you look bad, too. In Colorado, everybody's micro. So I got 12 awesome micro brews, but you can't have any of them? He's experienced. Right? He's 20 a, years in the business. He's the man. Plus, you, of course, uh, you get rated on the cleanliness of those systems as well. You'll know when you work with Jeff Rourke at A-plus Beverage Solutions, you're getting an A-plus on your report card. Um, yeah, listen, I, I just don't know who you, why you'd go with anybody else. That's all I have to say. Yeah, 20 years in the business. He's the man. He's a family man. He's a Colorado guy. He gets flown around all over the place because he's the most trusted man in the business. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Give him a shout. Keegan did. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, kids. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Gardens Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, I'm going to... You guys, did you hear that? Yeah. Jen Jasinski's listening. <laughs> she just said. <laughs> she Jen! Just said she's listening. Uh, kind of the protege. It, it, you know, that's one thing, and we'll just end that conversation. We will get on to food and beer. But um, find yourself a mentor. Find yourself a mentor, man. Come on. That was Carrie's mentor. Uh, everybody has a mentor. Who was yours, Keegan? I mentioned him earlier, Jackie Pfeiffer, my mentor. Just a simple path. Who's the best pastry chef in the country right now? And if he's not in this country, where do I have to go? And after that, it was working the best restaurant in this country, and that was 1990-ish. 1990-ish? Yeah. Probably when you needed it. 1992. I'll, I'll go 92-93. But a, men uh, a mentor is going to tell you how Charlie it is. Charlie Trotter. Right. He'll tell you you won't make it. And then those are the ones that you, Some, you do it despite them. You do make it. Sometimes that's inspiring indeed. In front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole at Cherry Creek Arts Festival on 300 Fillmore Street, here's a great opportunity. He's taking the deck after you, Keegan, in the kitchen for the Summer Dinner Series. Tickets available at summerdinnerseries.com. But uh, Chef Preston Phillips has an opportunity to sit down with us right now. How you doing, Chef? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's the art festival. Is that, 
Is that the life of a chef, though? Really? We're, we're pretty much always tired, but especially when you bring, like, what is it, like 20,000 people right in front of your restaurant for the art festival? That's a big difference. It's a big difference. Two to three times the volume for a usual Saturday. Is it really? Oh, yeah. All day? If not four, yeah. Wow. All day. You got to be ready. So, like I said, we're doing a lot of streaming now on Facebook and Instagram. And hey, kids, did you know that you could go live on Facebook? Yes, you can. Check you this can. out. Are you on Facebook right now? Go live. Look, you'll see my face. Hold on. I want to take a picture of you while you're watching me. Does it work like that? <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. You Look, can... I can see you guys. It's, it's the Yay. other way around. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me try it with a flash. That didn't seem to work. On. It's working. Hey, kids, look. That's pretty Yay. good. Yay. Yay. Uh, point is, at these dinners, we're doing a lot of live streaming as well, so that's kind of a cool element. Preston was one of the folks that were that tuned in for Carrie's dinner, and he said, man, I'm going to go berserk in that kitchen. Listen to what this this guy wants to I do. I can't wait to hear it. So we're going to really utilize the, the open fire uh, grill. He, he's I'm dragging sure that open file, that fire grill. But we're going to drag that underneath the hood. What is that called, Keegan? You remember the Santa same? Maria grill? Yeah, Santa Maria grill. So we're going to drag that guy underneath the hood. Uh, hopefully it won't get too hot in there. But two of the dishes we're going to showcase coming off um, fresh off that grill. So um, what's going to make my dinner unique is that I want to prepare the entire five courses um, live in front. So everything from the watermelon will get broken down in front of everyone, the, the salad will get made fresh. The chicken will be going on the grill as soon as everyone sits down. Um, it's going to be a big production. It's going to be almost uh, as if you were to sit down in the restaurant and I had a, if I had an open kitchen and you were to have a chef's table seat on, on, on a busy night. That's what I want to bring. To is, is that youthful optimism right there? Is he setting himself up for a no, disaster? No, or... it's an excellent idea if yeah. you have six hours. What do you think of that, Preston? <laughs> I'll make it work. I've got it planned out. So, uh, hey, it's only 40 people. You can do it. Two and a half will be enough. It's only 40 people. If we plan it right, yep. um, it, it, it'll be a lot of me talking. It'll be a lot of... Um, a it'll be a lot. It, it, it'll be a lot for sure. But I'm ready to take it on. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot more um, interactive. Um, then preparing everything in the back. Listen, I'm how are you I'm doing a, yours? I'm 100% on board with Jeff. I did not. There's enough room at this place to be doing it all in the back, like every other dining experience that you go to, because he's got plenty of room. But there's also plenty of room, in my opinion, to plate in the room where the people are eating. Right, agreed. And, yeah. you know, I, our restaurant has a dessert bar in the middle of the restaurant. You can sit and watch us make dessert in front of you. You don't have to. But everybody thinks I took that idea from an open kitchen idea. I didn't. I took that from a bar. Because you go to a bar, and what's cool about a bar to me is not really a guy who drinks, as I'm about to have my second old-fashioned, is, uh, is that, you know, there's a menu, but you can also ask them, hey, I like this, and I like this, and they'll make you something. Right. And I like that aspect of what, what – so that creative energy, I believe it translates into real energy in a room with people that love food. And I think this summer dinner series will be a room yeah. full of people that love food. So I think the more energy and you put out, I think the better the dinner is going to be. I want Pre to use the live fire. The, the live fire is going to be crucial. Preston's been adamant about the live fire. <laughs> yeah, What's important. your setup going to be? We're going to use that for the. We're going to use that for the lamb. We, uh, Mike sent us, uh, or actually, you guys went up and got it. Mm -hmm. I guess in a. Yeah. I believe it was. I've never heard of a refrigerated Kia. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, a refrigerated. Uh, what are those things called that deliver all the money? The, uh, what are they called? Brinks. Brinks. Yeah. yeah. Armored car. They delivered this lamb in like a refrigerated Brinks armored car. Yes, we did. And uh, so we 
Deboned it, rolling it up, doing it on the Santa Maria Grill, slicey, slicey, yeah. grilly, grilly. So maybe not every course on there, but we are also using this. He's got a soft serve machine in there, so we're going to smoke and then grill some peaches and put that into a soft serve on top of kind of like a cool uh, French version of French toast called Pan Perdue with candied almonds. Can we go through each one of your courses, take a break, go through each course? Do you know them? Let's do it. No, okay. I have to look. All right. Because I'm particularly excited about the beer. The beer. Is I that okay? Are you a beer drinker? I love beer. Are you kidding me? You're beer having is, old fashions right beer now. Beer is though. liquid bread. Liquid bread. But we're about to switch to Jeff's beer, aren't we? Yes. Wait till you uh, hear Jeff from Spice Trade. He has a passion for beer and food. And uh, obviously in the name Spice Trade, you can imagine that uh, a lot of spices are being used. At the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman, along with Chef Keegan Gerhardt, uh, we're going to talk all food and menu for the Summer Dinner Series Week 2, which is coming up Tuesday night. Scarlet Giant. We're going to talk about the Scarlet Giant when we get back. The Scarlet Giant. Yes. Should I know what that is? Yes, you should. I should? Do you know what that is, Jeff? I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? It's one of my beers that we're bringing to the. Uh, oh, to the I should. Oh my know. gosh, Greg! Hold oh, back. thanks, Keegan. <laughs> I saw that it. was I great. Teed it week, right up. Week, great job, Keegan. Yeah. I like that. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> All right, in the kitchen next. It's uh, Keegan Gerhardt's menu for the summer dinner series Tuesday <laughs> night. Is when you're going to go there, Keegan. That was so nice of you to give away a couple of tickets. We're uh, going to give away some more. You are. Heck yeah. If you're walking around 3rd Street and Fillmore, pay attention, <laughs> won't you? Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally locally Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. 
Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. At the amazing Cherry Creek Arts Festival, the Modern Eater Show, live right now on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman, along with special guest Keegan Gerhardt. And we're going to go over your menu. First of all, John Irvin, he's the sponsor of uh, In the Kitchen, and he is a huge fan of yours, Keegan. Oh, really? um, gluten-free things. You, you gave him a good shout-out last time, but he sent over some waffle mix to you. Hoping he sent you were us able, a, we're going to use are, it. Are you going to use it? We are. Oh, that means a lot to him. Gluten-free waffle mix. It was delicious. We're going to add a little bit of uh, organic white corn to it and um, have this, like, corny waffle situation with pork belly. Should be delicious. He is your biggest fan. I don't know. There's somebody on Facebook Live right now that might be a bigger fan. Maybe they should have a fan off. <laughs> fan off. Ann, are uh, you watching still? Yes, is Ann Mormon still? Ann Mormon, <laughs> I hear that you are a huge fan. I am so grateful. Isn't it crazy? Because listen, we're on. We're in a parking lot behind the sidewalk, behind the median, behind the tents, where all the people are looking at artists. There's <laughs> yeah. a guy in front of us, literally spinning and firing pottery. And we're just back here messing around. Well, you know, so we're doing for some things. We're promoting Colorado. It's and, our own and Colorado culinary and Colorado farms and produce and, and agriculture. There's and something to be said for that. Broadcasting artistry. Absolutely, Keegan. There I'm glad are. you're on board. Yeah. Let's go through your menu. Okay. Uh, um, course one. Course one. I just kind of sort of mentioned it, but it is going to be – I hesitate to say gluten-free waffle because I like to just tell you it's a delicious corn waffle, and then you find out later it's gluten-free, and then you hug me. <laughs> and then they hug you. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, we're going to do that with a uh, with a little pork belly. It's going to be delicious. That's where you're going to do the jalapeno pilsner, right? Yeah, so that's going to be the jalapeno pilsner. We're going to pair that with the corn waffle. Figured jalapenos and corn, cornbread goes super well together. It'll be awesome. Should be great. Delicious. That's the voice of Jeff Tyler from Spice Trade Brewing Company. What do you call these little gizmos? Those are, are growlers. Some, Growler. Yeah. People have different names for the small ones. Those are 32-ounce uh, growlers. I have a little, a cute little 32-ounce growler of Scarlet Giant in front of me, which yeah. is actually going to be with the peach course, no? This is, uh, no, this is going to be with the second course, the melon salad. Oh, even better. Yep. Course two, melon salad. So melon salad is going to be unusual. Uh, did the mosh come from you, Brian? Yes. Yeah, yes, so, the mosh came from so me. So we're going to do, do a little uh, salad of uh, whatever you want to call it, lamb's leaf, mosh. You know, people call it different things. Yep. Rock, uh, what do they call it? Spoon, spoon cabbage sometimes. Spoon cabbage, yeah. They, they call mosh. But it's a beautiful little thing that I grew up with in Germany for sure. Some crispy prosciutto, some uh, local melons that you brought us today as well. And we're going to pair that um, with a really light vinaigrette and this little, our version of a kulfi, like a, 
uh, an Indian spice ice cream um, with cardamom and uh, the turmeric and ginger that you brought today. Um, it's 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 really going to be delicious. I, I'm really excited about that course and your beer. Yeah, I don't know what to say. So I think it's going to go great. I mean, this cheers. is this is the one. This is Scarlet Giant. It's got a beautiful kind cheers. of pink red hue. Cheers. cheers, guys. Cheers, 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 cheers. Facebook delicious live. Yes. Are you allowed to drink on live? Taste. Facebook We're live? tasting. We're tasting. It's mm-hmm. silly me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Yeah, wow. so hibiscus up front. It's got the key lime on the back for a wow. little acidity, but I think it's going to go nicely Yummy. with that salad. Tell them, that's the, so tell, light. tell them the nerdy yeasty story about yeah, Botanic so, Garden. Yeah, so this beer has a cool backstory. So th- this beer was originally made last year for a beer fest called Beers Made by Walking. And the whole idea is that you are supposed to harvest some sort of or forage for some, some ingredients. So you can go on a hike, you can get some sage, some wild sage, put it in a beer. And we thought it would be really cool to uh, work with the Denver Botanic Gardens to get an ingredient from their gardens and put it into the beer. Uh, so what we did was we worked with their horticulturists to culture a wild yeast off of one of their hibiscus flowers. We propagated that yeast up, and then we fermented the beer with it. And then we also put some of their actual hibiscus in there. So the plant we got it from is called the Scarlet Giant Hibiscus Plant. It's from Southeast Asia, and that's where the name for the beer came from. Woo-hoo. Not Come much, on, that's not good, much put into that one. That's huh? a good backstory. <laughs> that that's is just a an easy story. beer. You know? Jeff is going to need a podium. <laughs> <laughs> so you just went around the corner. You went to your local Whole Foods and picked up those ingredients. We so, did, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah. Come on, that's amazing. And that's just one of two beers. We're going to have a beer from um, from Spice Trade Brewing, of course. We're going to have a beer from the uh, – why can't I never think? I always Intrep- think of Intrepid Sojourn. Intrepid Sojourn for each course. Andrew uh, there is your archaeologist. Turn uh, Brewer. Turn Brewer. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, doing the apricot date hepavizing with that course. Ooh, and yeah. you liked that one, didn't you? I loved it. Stone well, fruit. It's what's a hefe from? Germany, You're right yeah. there, right Come on. there. Where they're limited, where their hands are bound. They can only have what? Three ingredients, four ingredients. Four, well, the three before they realized yeast was an ingredient, but right. so four ingredients. Four the, ingredients. The Rhein Heiskabat. That's right. It's a uh, it's German just, beer purity law. They get, listen. They have the same rules for how you bank and the same rules for where you're allowed to park and garbage and everything else. A couple more tickets <laughs> sold to your dinner coming in. That's Woo-hoo! appreciated. Thank hey, you who, very much, y'all out who there. Who is in within – is earshot still Not work? yet. Can we hold it to the next no, hour? I got like – I could buy 40. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could. What time is it? Can you move that cup right there? Uh, the hour is almost over. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, you can do it. You got one minute if you want to do something. Uh, within earshot of my voice, lives in Denver, going to be free on Tuesday, old enough to drink. That guy's just waving because he thinks you're cute, Greg. That guy does not want <laughs> to come to my dinner. Yeah, he loves food, he actually. Did, I know, know that guy. He was guy. walking the right hey, way. You and, live uh, in you Denver, too, it. Ross. You, live in Denver, this, uh, you might want to listen to this. I'm going to buy you two tickets to my dinner. You should pay attention. You should pay attention. But right you there. have to be here before this clock strikes seven. <laughs> Do you, would you like tickets to a dinner on Tuesday night? He gets up early. He's the morning show host on this station that we're talking about right here. You should here. already have free tickets. His name's Ross Kaminsky. Ross, don't you have already? <laughs> free tickets <laughs> he doesn't I, he makes too much money too <laughs> all right we'll play around with some fun stuff you have we'll approximately 55 seconds to walk up and claim my tickets <laughs> i'm trying to give tickets someone away from the to crowd the walk up here there's two tickets right on the line That's right here right okay don't be shy you can uh, come in i'm gonna finish this menu because i feel like we no, must it when we get back hour. we have uh, 10 seconds until we need to take a break for the Hold top of the hour news <laughs> yeah <laughs> lamb is coming in okay we'll be back live no. from the cherry creek arts festival of grind uh-huh. kitchen and watering hole it is the modern eater show on iHeartRadio. 
It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Bring us in, Brian. Welcome back, folks, to The Modern Eater, live at Cherry Creek Arts Festival, here in front of Grind Restaurant. Doesn't get much better than this. Third and film. We are here with Chef Keegan from D-Bar, Jeff from Spice Trade, and uh, it's Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and myself, Brian Freeman, live. Great Center. job. Keegan's buying pottery right now. Yeah. I, I do love that uh, all the people that are coming up and uh, seeing friends around here at the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. It's a fun time. I was hoping he'd be over there for a little while because I wanted to talk about him behind his back. Speaking <laughs> of Uber, what do you call it? Hyper-local? Hyper-local, man. Handmade local pottery by Kazu Ubu. Out front of uh, where we're broadcasting right now. He said if a machine cards. can make it, he can make it better. Really? He's my kind of guy. I love it. Wow. Love can it. we get a quick, let me see if I don't screw up Jay's uh, awesome photography here. And oh, yeah. Get a quick uh, live shot of where, where he is making this pottery it's, right here. It's in the, literally in the middle of the block of like 3rd and Fillmore. And he's, he's like spinning pottery while, he's, while he is uh, selling pottery, I guess I should say. It's a perfect temperature out right now. Kazuoba. It is better. It's settled down. In case you thought it was bad weather or stormy, it's all gone at, at the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. Arts Festival. Is this your first time? No, no, I've gotten dragged to this before. You dragged, yeah, kicking and screaming. Well, but you know, it's a busy, willingly. it's a busy situation. Actually, we bought, we end up buying art every time we come. Do you really? We really do. And you I'm, and your wife Bailey. Bailey, Chef Bailey. Last week, last year, we bought uh, this like painting of a like an old retro Americana lady eating an ice cream sundae. And it said dessert should come first. Is it hanging up? It is. It's hanging in the dessert bar at D-Bar. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, D-Bar Denver, folks that don't know, where is D-Bar located? 19th in Pennsylvania in so, Uptown. Man, it's popping over there. It's it's turning into a neighborhood sitch. Yeah. You know, all its own. It, it used to be just a, our block was literally a parking lot. Construction, too. And uh, Las Delicias is across the street from us. They've been there since like 1870, I think. Yeah. No, actually 1976. They've been there a long time. Was that the original location across the street uh, from you? I'm told yes. I'm told yes. And wow. they just they remodeled it last year. It's really beautiful. They've got a rooftop deck. It's cool. And the new neighbors with Tap 14. Yep. A lot of delicious Colorado craft beer. They're all Colorado too, man. Yeah. Colorado Alpine Fair. Is that what they call it? Is it? That's I'm, a new I'm term. Not sure, to me. that's new to me. Yeah. As well. I think that's what they call it. Well, they've got a lot okay. of beer, so it works for me. That yeah. neighborhood, I'll tell you what, it, it's a lot of people walking around. It's mm -hmm. up, uptown, right? Listen, the urban neighborhood, that's my favorite thing. When I was living in Chicago, I lived in uh, Gold Coast, you know, like Oak Street and all that. And you could just, I could walk to the Four Seasons. I could walk to the gym. I could walk everywhere I had to go. And I get that kind of feeling uptown. I love it. As a Cherry Creek native of oh, yeah, 46 years. And this this was uh, not the ghetto, but World War II pop-up houses. There was no, it wasn't illustrious and bustling. And even really when they began to build Cherry Creek North, um, they had a hard time getting folks because of the Cherry Creek Mall. Oh, yeah. And, and now you look and there's high rises popping up 
everywhere. Yeah. And I have a feeling this is going to be one of those, you know, I'm in what I call stumbling distance from home. Oh, that that's important. <laughs> you know, that's important, actually. <laughs> in this world of uh, be very safe and, and uh, vigilant, I think that that's what needs to happen. We're here talking in front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole again. Chef Keegan Gerhardt, our special guest. Uh, Jeff Tyler as well from Spice Trade. We're going to get into beer. We're going to talk about pairings. But summer dinner series is in full swing. Last yeah. week, Chef Kerry Baird uh, kicked it off and, and just famously but did. Ah, oh, look at that Whoa. over there. Front row. Live Easy. on the air. You Easy. guys, if you're going to sit at the front row, handle it. We <laughs> were going we were gonna to try and get Keegan to buy you tickets to this dinner, but now we're <laughs> worth yeah. we're, we're, uh, cut him off. He's drinking the Rattler, though. He's my kind of guy. Over there. We're rethinking it. And that was generous last hour that you gave two tickets away for that. And I have a feeling you're going to pop up with a couple others. But It uh, would be sweet if someone bought some tickets all on their own. They're buying tickets. Because they get. love food and beer. Summerdinnerseries.com. Uh, we're staggering out the releases because, you know, I have a feeling you release uh, Brother Lux and Daniel Asher's and those things, you know, they might. The real superstars. No, I mean, they, they, they pretty. You can uh, say it. What do you think of the Denver culinary scene? I think it's remarkable. Really? Why because in the world had... else would a top chef have come here? We talk. It's <laughs> 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 exactly right, Mr. Hollenbeck. It is the, one of the best. What do you places. think? Visit Denver in the state of Colorado, pay them to come here? That was good. No, but Keegan, we've known each other for a few years, and we got you go to a lot of charity functions. I do. Actually, the, um, I want to say it was the, um, was it the Cancer Society? I think that it was. Uh, there was an event, and we talked about the culinary world in Denver, and you said, you know, it's a bit behind, but I think it's starting to catch on. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, I don't know. Do you want to be in the leading end of any trend? I'm not sure that you do. Sometimes the cutting edge is the bleeding edge, but is that what is, someone told me a long that time That is well ago. said, Brian. Yeah. Well said. And, you know, I don't. trendy is not the kind of cuisine I wish to pursue. Uh, you know, if it were, I guess, I would have already done a whole bunch of liquid nitrogen, and then I would have moved past it, and then <laughs> I would have gone back to dessert. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it, yes. it, all, it all has its place. I think liquid nitrogen is an amazing technology. It, you, I don't know if you should build a whole course around it, per se. Um, it's the same for anything, though. Mm -hmm. You know? So I, what I think is interesting, I'm saying this from a guy that, that, that came here right after high school to Colorado to visit an aunt and I never wanted to leave, and then I left. I went back for half of college at CU Boulder, and then I left. I just kept coming back, and and uh, I think what it was was everybody was trying to keep Colorado a secret, and the secret has long since been out about Colorado being amazing. So, you know, back in the day, you used to feel like if you were going to cook here, you had to leave and go to a proper food city, and then you'd come back maybe. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you wouldn't. But now you don't have to do that. Look at all the people. You mentioned Jen Jasinski. I would mention Frank Bonanno. There's a whole bunch of people that have generated just an enormous amount of talent. And uh, that talent is starting to stay because they see opportunity to stay here and build something unique and interesting. And they see, most importantly, an audience of people, which are the Denver, Denver locals and Colorado locals, who appreciate great food and great, great drink and whatever that comes from. You know, education, travel, uh, I don't know. One of the things that I love, Chef, is the fact that, like, your wife and you are partners in the business. Oh, man, yeah. You look at Jen and her husband, Max, another powerhouse couple of the people that have met. They're not in the, the same business. restaurant together, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely <laughs> What's not that like? Better. Yeah, Bailey and I took the, the hard path. Everyone told us not to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know that I have the answers for anything, to be quite honest. Certainly not 
marriage and relationship. But I think that um, I think marriage is built on compromise, based on respect. You know, it's hard to compromise when you feel like you're being, you're giving something up. Compromise because you believe in the other point of view, uh, and you respect the other person's perspective. That's that, that that's the kind of compromise that doesn't really hurt. So. If you put that on top of a business uh, as well, then you got to pick your battles. And, you know, if you didn't pick your battles, it just wouldn't work. And so I, I pick my battles. And I always joke that she's the beauty and the brains of the operation, and I think she is. I respect her opinion. Um, I learn from her every day. Uh, I'm the guy that overthinks things, and she's the girl that, that goes out and just makes it happen. That's super humble, Chef. That's, uh, I mean, a great perspective. Well, from, let's face it, at somebody. the end of the day, She's calling the shots. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I think it's so much deeper than that, Greg, because I think that, like, what Chef was saying, it's a, it's a matter of this mutual respect. I believe it is. I, d- I do believe it is, Brian. I mean, because, you know, God forbid, or no, not, I, I shouldn't say it that way at all. I Hopefully someone's listening that is, is entertaining the idea and they wonder, will, will it work? I, I will say, I will stand up and say it can work. Um, everyone, everyone. Everyone told us not to do it. Don't be two chefs married doing a restaurant together. Don't do that. You won't survive. And, uh, but, you know, I, I'll tell you something that I think also plays a part in it. We are 14 years difference in age. I'm 14 years older. So um, if you pair my age with my maturity, I come out to be about the same age as her. So, you know, so um, maybe even a little bit less. I might, yeah. And then you put her with her maturity. We're, we're about the same age, honestly. Yeah. And so, um, she had respect for me having 14 more years in the pastry industry. And we never sat down and had to sit down about how we're going to divide the, and conquer the tasks of running a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They just naturally kind of fell to what we did. I would consider that grace to a certain degree. Um, and she doesn't strike me as a gal that ever takes a bow. No, know? gosh, no. I have to beg her to come out and say hi to a guest in the dining room that wants to talk to her. You know, she won't, she never, she doesn't like the accolades. If she was being super honest, if she were sitting here with us, she probably also doesn't like being, um, you know, Chef Keegan's wife. She'd Mm -hmm. probably rather be Lisa Bailey. You know, she kept her own name, Lisa Mm -hmm. Bailey, a pastry chef in her own right. Actually, she, she, two years ago, she got top 10 pastry chef in America in her own right. Nothing to do with me. So she's just as talented. We're just into different things. Yeah. And uh, that, that's really important. She does a lot of things I don't like to do. I do a lot of things she doesn't want or, or desire to do. Mm-hmm. And, and we compliment one another. We're, you know, it sounds corny, but we're better together. I think we would both run pretty decent businesses, but together I think we, with our team of, and our staff, I think we run a great one. You're going to see that in action on Tuesday night because not <laughs> only is Keegan cooking, uh, Chef Bailey is as well. She's gonna sit down and she's gonna sit down and eat it. That is one. she gonna eat it? That it one? could be the first time in ten years, <laughs> literally, that she's ever sat and enjoyed a meal that I've made that wasn't at home. Guess who's another special guest? Who? They should probably sit together. Oh, I hope so. Carrie wants to watch you cook. Oh, really? Carrie's coming to watch. She you doesn't cook. believe I do. <laughs> can we call that? Her? There might be some. Can we call Carrie? Let's try and call Carrie See, during the break. She's not busy on a Saturday night. That's right. Yeah, we have just to hang it out. <laughs> we have to finish your menu. Hey, listen. Carrie's a friend of ours, just like yours, and we oh, appreciate it. I, have, I, t- I so took the much. world's best picture of her. Did I or did, <laughs> you, I, did I not? You did. And you said, that was when we were watching Top Chef at Bardot. Moments before she didn't let us know bar. that she got kicked off. <laughs> I know. She was so tight-lipped through that whole thing. Oh, night. so good. Oh, that yeah. was it's fun. It's a, fi- a $5 million non-disclosure agreement will keep your mouth shut. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Well, was, mine was. Hers might have been more. That's steep. Tuesday yeah. night's yeah. going to be a blast at Barbecue. 
Barbecue Supply Company. Words of my life. Are you uh, 21? <laughs> Darn it. He looks 21. Come on. He's almost there. I know. Uh, Keegan Gerhardt, special guest, Chef Preston Phillips. He popped out here. He was going to come on the show, but I think we need to take a break. Uh, there's a lively crew down here. It's the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, and uh, I don't know what, what annual it is. Hundred, like is it? <laughs> no, it's not a hundred. Uh, you always catch me off guard, man. You make me smile. That's what I like about you, Keegan. You make people smile. I just looked at the t-board, the t-shirt board. I feel like it was like 2009-ish. 2009-ish is when it started. No. I'm gonna go look. No, it's Eight? at least 20 years. Come on, at least. At okay, least. Th- okay, 1998. Uh, I'll get close to that. Can you Google that, guys? To see when the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. I got you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Jeff Tyler on deck, patiently waiting around. We want to talk beer. Let's just buy some tickets. Yeah, summerdinnerseries.com. Buy some tickets. You're going to have fun. The lineup is there Chef Keegan Gerhardt, Chef Preston Phillips, Chef Daniel Asher, Chef Brother Luck. Chef Kyle, Kyle Mendenhall. They're going to all be at my dinner on Tuesday. Buy some tickets. <laughs> Carrie's going to be there. 91 <laughs> is when this uh, started. Carrie's going to be there. That? The year I moved to Colorado. 1991. Yeah, yeah, so it's been around for oh, a while. Oh, that has been a while. Wow. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. Lamb. We we left off at Lamb, your your main course, and then you're going to do something a little different with lamb. course four Bam. and five. Yes, we are. Yeah, all right. Come back right here. Stick around. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Live from the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. We'll get back to the show in just a minute. But Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Have you ever had to what, Keegan? Face down a bar full of beer-hungry patrons. <laughs> No. And your draft system has gone down. Oh, I bet you that can get ugly. If that ever happens to you, you need to know this phone number, 
3809. Jeff Rourke with A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business, the most trusted man, custom installs and maintenance of draft systems. I'll tell you what, a lot of the folks that have aging breweries or bars or restaurants, and they just try and kind of patchwork their way through Um and it just it's so tacky when the temperature's not right, you're pouring foam. Have, have you ever Keegan, have you ever seen when someone uses a pitcher to take the foam and uh, brush it off there? Listen, you can't yes, I have. Of course I have. Yes. Of course I have. And listen, you know, there's yeast in beer. Beer's a living thing. It's gotta be clean, it's gotta be the right temperature. Because guess what? In this day and age of microbrewery and everybody wanting that. You can go to the place next door. If you don't have it right, somebody else is going to have it right. Hey, I didn't think about that, but it's so right. Someone will have it right, and it's somebody that's using Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Yeah. 720-272-3809. Give the guy a call. Really, he's going to give you an A-Plus report card and tell you all the things that you need or don't need. You know, he, he's one of these guys that just wants to make sure what? that you're selling delicious oh, hello. Thank craft you, beer. Hello, uh, Preston, Chef that Preston. looks Thank delicious, you. my man. Here comes the chicken right now. But finishing up, uh, get a hold of him. Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Greg, do you do your own taxes? <laughs> yes. I no, do. you don't. Back to it, Regis. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. In front of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole, the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, along with Chef Keegan Gerhardt. And there he is. He sits down. Busy guy at his restaurant. You'd be the same way, though, if you were a D-bar right now, jumping up and down, sitting down, or no? I'm just, yeah, yeah. Jump. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you almost said a line from Fletch, too. Possibly the worst movie in planet Earth. But there's one good line. Jump down, spin around, pick a bale of cotton. You know, you're a movie guy, aren't That's you? what he's been doing all day Are you sure long. that wasn't in Blazing Saddles? It's the same writer. Yeah, exactly. So with Jeff uh, Tyler from Spice Trade Brewing Company and Chef Preston Phillips, and then we're just getting through. Right now, we started about an hour ago getting through this menu. We're on the third course. The lamb comes out now. Uh, what do you serve in the lamb dish? And Are then- you asking me that while I'm staring? Is this Nashville hot chicken? It's not Nashville. It's better. So I didn't want to make quite the mess out here. Okay, good. So I only put the honey component on there. I like it, though. So our so when you get the original, the honey does not come on it. But I wanted you guys to have the honey on there. Cause Yay. Because like you're so sweet. Yeah. Where where'd these pickles come from? Preston? Are you going to actually try and eat that while you're Where'd these here? pickles come from? Oh, please do eat that, Chef Keegan. <laughs> Greg gets very nervous. You know, there's a word, there's a word in German about it's pickle time. It's what when, is it? It's when cucumbers are in season. Sour gherkin site. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, you, you get me every time with something. Google it. You're Google. getting something past me right now. Sour gherkin kind? <laughs> Sour gherkin site. site. Sour gherkin site. Look it up. Eight <laughs> words that have no English equivalent. I'm Google terrified. It. Please forgive me, folks, out there. If that's something <laughs> terrible. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's when cucumbers are in season, that's because they're going to become pickles if they're good. Okay. All right. I believe it. Did you know that? I did not. Now you can keep that with you right Freebie. there. Freebie. <laughs> uh, just uh, let's get through, through the menu. Summer dinner series. Oh, yeah. This is what fun? the dinner is going to be like, actually. It's going to be a good time, a lot of interaction. Um, breweries paired up as well. Spice Trade Brewing Company along with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. It's a rocker happy hour from 530 to 630, which that was a hit. They had four cocktail, or three cocktails, I think, that were 
Yeah. Don't well, actually, it. all four of them were awesome, but one of them just took too long to make. SRA uh. <laughs> sent you some delicious mushrooms. Are you going to incorporate that into your main course? We are. The lamb's going to go with a little mosh, um, fingerling potatoes, the mushrooms that you brought today. I'm super excited about the lamb course. Do, do you remember what you're doing for beer on that, Jeff? Yeah, we're doing our uh, English mild, our uh, dark English mild five pence with that. A little bit of malt backbone, go with kind of the char from the, the open fire cooking of the lamb. I think it'll be good. Is she a block away? Yes. So when you Bailey. say five pence, Jeff, is, yeah. is that inspired? We heard a little bit about the, the 40 or 80 shilling. or Yeah, there was an 80 shilling last week. So. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's Andrew's beer over at Intrepid. Um, awesome beer. Uh, so five pence is um, actually originally way, way, way back, if you go back hundreds of years, five pence is how much it costs to get one pint of mild in England. And so we wanted to just make a super traditional English mild, no weird ingredients, just kind of try to mimic that style as best we could. And so that's what we have with five pence. Get your tickets, nice. summerdinnerseries.com. Uh, dessert, you're doing two desserts. Two dessert courses because desserts, desserts are a thing. And we got some good peaches. So we are going to take the peaches and... Um, some of them, we're going to just prep them very simply with vanilla sugar and put them inside of it. Did your mom ever make, like, I don't know, different people call it different things. Man on a raft, toad in a hole. <laughs> no, but it's Come on. <laughs> toad in a hole. Come mom, on, Where's kids. mom? Mom, did you ever make a toad in a hole? Toast with egg in the middle. <laughs> Toast, come on. Anyone? Egg in a basket. Uh, egg in a basket. Uh, like, she wasn't around much, Keegan. <laughs> I was left to my own devices. When you take bread, you butter it on both sides, you cut a hole out, you break an egg in it, then I'm going to do a dessert version of that. You are. It's like a French French toast is style. French toast is called pan perdue. So we're going to do pan perdue with a grilled peach inside, just fresh thyme and vanilla sugar. And then we are going to smoke and roast the rest of the peaches in the smoker and grill there at... The barbecue supply place. What's Ooh. that guy's name? Um, Jared, Jared Leonard. Jared, super cool guy. Jared Leonard. Yeah, super cool dude. They look gonna, 21. And we're gonna put that in our. Uh, are you guys 21? <laughs> you two. You two. You two. Do you live in Denver? Do you want to go to a super fun dinner on Tuesday? <laughs> two different. Two different breweries. My restaurant, my guys, we're making five courses. I think he's about to buy you a ticket. This is Chef Keegan Gerhardt from Food Network and D-Bar Denver. No pressure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do, you, do you like to eat? Man, you might have just won the jackpot right now, and you don't yep. even know. You don't even know. <laughs> Are you what's about to go down say? here? How many people do you want to bring? they got to be over 21, unfortunately, though. Are you guys 21? Oh, I'm sorry. There's two beers. So you can come and not have beer? Just can't drink, right? You can, can come and not have beer. Can't we do that? Can't we? We had a little child there. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn about what beer will be in your future. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Uh, no Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm to totally kidding. I, I so wish you were 21. Stick around and talk to Jay if you have any interest yeah. at all. If you'd like you to bring, if you've got someone you'd like to bring. I'd love to have you as my guest on Tuesday. It's going to be super fun. That's pretty amazing. What's your name? Jim. Jim. Okay, Jim. <laughs> this guy's got all the – he's got the scoop. He's got the scoop. <laughs> Jay right has been busy playing playing Candy Crush on his iPad the whole time. <laughs> Keegan, this is an interesting one because I saw a little Facebook Live um, video that you did. 
My mom's trying to like, Mom, we're on the air live. <laughs> Stop it. Wait till we're a break. Nobody knows your sign language. I do. She's like, Greg, use your brains when you're talking on the radio. <laughs> you can see why I never had a toad in the hole. <laughs> right there. I'm the la- wasn't a the last the course. Hole, last course. <laughs> there was a very cool Facebook Live video that Emily did. You were talking chocolate with her. Oh yeah, yeah. What's yeah. so special about this chocolate? Listen, I. You know what? I. Uh, I'm nervous to talk about this course because I want it to be really good. I've played with it for several years. I don't know if you've guys, Preston, maybe you've got a dish that you just believe it can be unbelievably great, and you play with it, and it's good, but it's just not where you want it to be yet. So cherries have. Cherries in Colorado were amazing, first of all. And we got some great cherries. You were kind enough to bring both Rainier and... And some Bings. And yep. some, yeah, some Bings. So, um, but, but cherries just inherently have a lot of water, even when they're delicious. So they don't take on smoke flavor very well. So uh, I've always believed that smokiness and the appropriate chocolate and cherries would be amazing together. And up to this point, I've used Laphroaig 10 um, as the smoke element. I just, just macerate... Fresh cherries with little vanilla sugar, saute them really quickly, deglaze with the Laphroaig 10, and then put that over this kind of like a almost, gosh, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not a moussey kind of guy. I think that's kind of too European for me, but it's kind of a baked, creamy mousse thing. Um, but I believe we can use his smoker in a combination of this and do it all in minute, do it really quick. Um, so it's going to be uh, this special chocolate that is the 150-year anniversary of Guitar Chocolates, my favorite American chocolate company. Um, hardly anybody knows about it. Um, they uh, thank you. See you guys Tuesday. <laughs> wow, that was really generous of him to do. So, um, yeah. No, it was your farmer's shirt and your and the little glint in your eye. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the shirt. Wear that's your lucky shirt now. Yeah, wear that <laughs> shirt. We'll see you Tuesday. Thanks so much. That was cool. That was cool. Um, I I'm, I just have high hopes for this because I think the textures are going to be right. The cherries are amazing. Um, I believe it's – and the possibilities with the beer. The thing is, cherries and chocolate have a very unique flavor of their own. They don't necessarily beg to be paired with beer. But what, Jeff? Is it the chai stout? No, so we're actually no, pairing our uh, Lamont de Sorrento, which is yeah. a limoncello saison. It's so smart. Ooh. It's such a smart idea. Why? Why do you say that? Because, because the, w- you are playing in the world of, Contrast. of acid and tannin. Yeah. And that's a dangerous world to play in. It's like strawberries and almonds. You know the tannin from the nut, from the skin, and the the odd acidity of a strawberry. It's just it's a dangerous place to go for a flavor profile. Sounds like a risque course. Well, and it works, or it doesn't. Or it doesn't. Right. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you or don't quite know until it happens. <laughs> Do you know what Intrepid's pairing up for that one? They're bringing their um, Peach. Uh, their stout. Uh, oh yeah, they are the Turkish stout. coffee stout. Tur- yeah. Turkish coffee stout, which is a big boy beer. Um, yeah. And so that makes me think it can stand up to the I, – I hope, if I had my way, you know, you'd be like El Bulli, right? We would tell you to eat the chocolate first, then eat the cherries, then have, then have his beer. Then, then do that have again. Your, then do that again, then have your beer. beer. Yeah. That would be the ideal. Yeah. And, and what we, we tried to do with the beer pairings was kind of do a different approach. Instead of me doing my chai milk stout and him doing his Turkish coffee stout on the same course, we wanted to try two different styles of pairing. So you can kind of get a different experience where his is kind of a complimentary chocolate, chocolatey beer with the chocolates themselves. And then ours is more of a cut pairing where you're kind of using that acidity in the lemons to hopefully cut through some of the rich chocolate flavors and smoke in yeah. that course. Jeff, I think it's so smart. Yeah. Do I we see have a photographer a for the dinner shocker. on Tuesday? Yes, we do. Yes, is it we her? do. 
I if you'd like to come. <laughs> Are you saying when 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 photographer do you mean Jay? She, no, no, we had some actually pretty good photographers. Come on, this I is a class act. Right here. Get a <laughs> you're trying to recruit. <laughs> you're, we've got another dinner guest waiting. I know. Keegan said he's bringing half of his restaurant to help work the dinner Whatever because he takes. doesn't trust us with it. Hey man, this is good stuff. Benefiting the uh, Colorado Chefs Association Are apprentice. Are you busy Tuesday program. night? Do you want to help the Colorado ACF apprenticeship program? Are you 21? Do you will you eat meat? Okay, that's a valid question, Ms. Neighborhood. <laughs> All right, see this guy squatting down trying to avoid you? <laughs> Talk to Jay. You could be my guest at this dinner on Tuesday. I think it's going to be super fun. But she has to bring her camera. Yep. Right? No, no. He said that's up to you. If you want to shoot and show up his photographer that he's bringing. Let's have a photo showdown. Showdown. I like that. <laughs> showdown. <laughs> I want to do something fun in this next segment. Chef Preston Phillips, uh, can you stick around for the next segment? Because I want to go through your menu, and I want to do an on-air impromptu beer pairing with his menu and then talk about um, – Hey, boo. It, there she is. She's, that, yeah. Hey, boo. Do it. Come on. That's Lisa Bailey. She's the beauty of <laughs> the brains of Deep That's Lisa Denver. Bailey. I love her so much. Hi, Lisa. Uh, all right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back another just about uh, 26 minutes, and then you're free, Keegan. No worries. 26 mi- minutes, I'm and then you're free. I'm here for you, Greg. That's uh, fantastic. <laughs> so it's sweet. actually for Jay. Uh, okay, Cherry Creek Arts Festival, uh, the what annual? Uh, so 91, and we're looking at it's got to be, what, 30? That's a lot of math. 37 years. Chicken? Right, 30, <laughs> 37 years now, we'd say, 91. The fried, what do you think of the Preston, fried chicken? Preston, can we 27, eat the chicken, 27, please? You can eat the chicken. We can eat the chicken. We got the jalapeno pilsner to go with can the chicken, Can we do the jalapeno too. with it? Yeah, oh, perfect. yeah, baby. 300 Fillmore Street. That's Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Uh, we'll be back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, baby, there's fried chicken. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, 
beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Festival live from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole, 300 Fillmore Street. I got to tell you, um, the chicken is worth the price of admission. Yeah. Well, Preston's done this. This is the second round of this chicken, and it's incredible. He's done it for us. Um, not only that, but the pork rinds that he did for us. Um, he's pointing out we've got some spice trade beer here. So this is a jalapeno Which one. Which one's the one I got to try? This one here? Yeah, uh, that, that Kool Aid. Yeah, that's the, the lighter one. For sure. Uh, the jalapeno yeah. one's got a nice little kick to it. Yeah, I think if you want to take this to, to Nashville, take that uh, jalapeno pilsner, and I think that would be a cool pairing, a little spice, a little jalapeno. I'm going to come here and eat next I'm gonna come here and eat next week and be like, where's the honey? When Preston made it for me, it had honey on it. <laughs> Are you a spicy guy? That's Do you yummy. like spicy? Keegan? I'm kind of a gringo, man. You know, you I can, I'm with you on that one. So even the Nashville that we do here is not that spicy. Mm-hmm. It's designed to um, make the flavor more amplified, but without killing your uh, your mouth with, with, yeah. with heat. So I like um, the flavor that spice gives, but when you have ultra, ultra hot, it kills your mouth. It's like burning your mouth on, on some hot, hot food and then trying to eat something, and you don't have the same taste buds. Well, So when you can impart that same spicy flavor without all of the heat, it's really nice. Honestly, that's kind of why I'm intrigued by what Jeff does. Because his brewery, I mean, he told me his brewery's in an Indian restaurant, so now it all makes sense to me. Yeah. Like the Yak and Yeti space, is that what you said? Yeah, so we're, we brew out of the Yak and Yeti in Old Town Arvada. So Let me make sense to this years. to everybody. So, uh, <laughs> Chef Keegan Gerhardt from The Bar Denver here. Whoop. And um, Jeff Tyler from Spice Trade Brewing Company. It is the Summer Dinner Series. The SummerDinnerSeries.com is where you can get your tickets. Eight weeks in a row. We're doing hyper-local Colorado produce, agriculture, uh, farms, ranches. We just went on a road trip beyond all road trips, sourcing great products to bring it back for these amazing chefs. Uh, Chef Keegan Gerhardt is this Tuesday evening. Uh, just a couple of tickets left now that you, your generosity is bringing it over the top there, Keegan. So thank you for that. Chef Preston Phillips sitting down with us right now in his backyard right here in Cherry Creek at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Front porch. Uh, front porch, yeah, not backyard, back, side yard, not backyard, <laughs> side of the house, <laughs> front porch. <laughs> I like backyards. Dude, front porches are cool. Backyards this are. This chicken is delicious. Yeah, well, you're Thank eating you, the chef. chicken right now. Can't wait. I damn, love it. Damn fine yeah. yard. This is amazing. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I appreciate it. So what we're gonna do right now, guys, is if you don't mind, Preston, yes, talk sir. about your menu, and as we go through that, we're gonna pair some beers with it, and then Keegan's gonna chime in and say. Well, first of all, can we have you uh, kind of sound off with it and say what kind of flavor or beer you would have with that? With what? With whatever he's about to say. Oh, my gosh. I can say flavor. I don't Jeff's got to do the beer. Well, I know. He's going to end up taking all of our opinions, and then he's going to come up with the ultimate beer. I'm a pair. rank amateur when it comes to Well, I don't think you are. Have You've you ever done a side-by-side side sweet and savory dinner? 
I've not. It's so fun. You do like five courses, let's just say, and sweet and savory meant to go side by side for all five courses, and then pure beer, pure pair beer or wine with it can be so. Fun. Another old fashioned. Wow. I know, Please, right? They're good. I, did I, you I run out of big ice cubes? Put it on the table for you. Did you yeah. run out of big ice cubes? <laughs> I, I did. blame that you on did. Can you tell? Pickle, actually. <laughs> blame it on the pickle. Yeah, I've heard that before. Uh, <laughs> Preston. Yes, sir. First course, what'd you have in mind? So, uh, not so much our bruschetta, but more uh, similar to a bruschetta, a Colorado style fancy yeah. toast, if you will. So, instead of bringing mozzarella for um, oh. any kind of bruschetta or Italian style uh, basil tomato toast, we're going to do Colorado peaches. So, we're going to smear the toast. I'm going to, again, use the grill to grill. We're going to get some nice French bread and do some nice. Uh, little toast to make a little smaller individual fancy toast, if you will, but it's uh, essentially Colorado bruschetta on toast. So mm -hmm. we're going to do peaches, tomato, basil. Instead of mozzarella, we're going to do a goat cheese smear on the bottom. You think you could get something from Alex at fruition for the cheese? No way. No? Couldn't do that? That's your... <laughs> uh, the food mill, still going? my boy Come on, man. You know you have to have a microphone up to your face. Oh, we can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to eat some fried chicken, You man. got chicken all over have the microphone. Have you ever tried to eat fried chicken while you're talking in the microphone? <laughs> I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> Let me be your guy. Uh, Jeff, Alex is his own man. Okay. If he'd like to donate some product for Wait, wait it's, farms, it's not a gimme. We'll we buy. Call him. We'll we should buy. Call him. Jeff, what, what, what would you pair with that? Oh, man, I think... Of the beers we have right now, I, I think I might even pull that Limoncello Saison really? for that. Yeah, that sounds nice. Interesting. Could, yeah, it's a little higher ABV than you'd usually start off with, um, but I kind of like that that lemon character. I think it could go well with the bruschetta. Maybe, you know, Andrew's got a great, uh, if Andrew is here from Intrepid, he's got a great basil IPA that I think yeah. would just yeah. knock it out of the we park. We're talking about that. that. Do you think he'll do that? Yeah, probably I think so. he might. Yeah, no brainer there. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, do you have Keegan on camera eating chicken? Basil ice. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> what? you got to get that turned around to Keegan eating chicken. It's a good chicken. thing Preston brought one and a half napkins. <laughs> for a half I didn't bring any napkins. You can thank <laughs> a half Greg's mom, mom over there. Uh, hey, I'm still mad that I never had a toad in the hole. Man, man on a raft. Man, man in a raft. Don't know. And, I, and I can see her giving you a toe in the hole many times because you needed, you might have needed one or two of those. The, uh, the whole night right there. She's so lovely. Bailey gave her a hug just because she's your mom. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. She, she makes my image better, actually. She does. She's a sweetheart. Are you coming to the second dinner? course? Greg she bought a ticket to your dinner. What? Yes. Yes. Okay, she put money out. down. We're about to hug it on out. your dinner. She's looking for. So she's one of your biggest uh, marketing so people right there. Uh, just pay special attention to her. What's your best-selling <laughs> thing at Grind? Seventy-five really? percent of what we sell is fried chicken. Is it fried really? Do something well, so, right? So when I first well. opened, I tried to have. So the fried chicken was just an entree among five entrees. Okay. And I was you know pork belly, scallops, steak set, whole nine. Um, only thing that I could sell is fried chicken, dude. So, set, dinner and lunch. Yeah, the four piece, the two piece, the eight the piece, and the fried week, chicken were sandwich. Were you like, I ain't trying to make fried chicken? No, it was about a year in. <laughs> about a year in, I looked at it and I was like, hmm, this is sitting right. So, we're selling 75% fried chicken. I'm trying to sell scallops and all this. And it's like, well, okay, people want fried chicken. So, we'll, we'll go with that. Chicken and cocktails. People love it. So, yeah. it works. Where do you and get burgers, the chicken from? Right? Bowl Natural. You do it good. Yeah. good. And burgers. 
And burgers, yeah. You know. Burgers do well. Well, but it's a home cooking. I don't know if you saw my comments on our Facebook page about our friend here, Preston. But he does, like, I think he's, like, the home cooking guy. I mean, whenever I come here, you feel like this is good old what you'd want to eat as a kid. This is when you when you feel good. Funny comfort. side note: I had I have my midnight ideas, right? Where I come and I'm like, okay, we're we're at Cherry Creek Arts Festival. Keegan's gonna be there. We got to do a demo. I laid this on Keegan. I said, uh, hey man, we're gonna do a demo now. I get a call today. He goes, uh, hey man, guess what? He goes, uh, guess what? Not going to do a demo. Yeah, a demo here <laughs> on this table? I could no, see I would have got, man, I would have had this equipped. I could have seen the writing. Stainless still out here. Let's be honest. This is what you said. <laughs> this is what you said. You said, oh, did you just whip up your peach dessert for Tuesday? No, I didn't say that. I could. I could pull out the peach dessert from Tuesday. I just got my peaches an hour before the show started. Gosh, yeah, man. you gotta roll with my ideas sometime. You gotta roll with my ideas. Here's a plate of candied almonds. Gosh, we're talking too much. Now we have to take a break. Come back and finish up the rest of your menu. Can you stay hey, before till we, 8 o'clock? Before we leave, two. <laughs> I, uh, you want to do two or? Are wait? you really? I wanted to go for what, what? 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 We have to break and come back and finish up. Well, with... I was on a roll, ready to give my whole spiel, and you interrupted me. Sorry, <laughs> 14 minutes left. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bring Truth. that down. Truth. Turn okay, down. we'll take a uh, break. We'll come right back. It is the Modern Eater Show on our iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 
11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Egg grinds and a cherry cream. Having a great time. Uh, we've got Chef Keegan here negotiating for uh, some tickets. It's a. This is a good, good time, folks. Uh, I would encourage everyone, uh, you know, we've got 15 minutes left in the show. Get down here. Maybe you'll uh, get to meet Chef Keegan from D-Bar. Uh, it's Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and myself, Brian Freeman, here with Chef Keegan. Who's better than Keegan? Listen, right? I mean, he's all about. And what is it with you? Seriously. I mean, here we are with this show. We came to years ago, yeah. just starting out. And you kind of friended us and didn't know really what to expect. But you've rolled with us for years now. That's true. And, I mean, I, I just, I, not that I want to pinch myself and say why, but you believed in us. And we I, really appreciate that. I always root for the underdog. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's true, though. It's I'm true. I'm totally kidding. It's I true. I'm a, I was rooting for Germany in the World Cup. Yeah. That is not the underdog. And we, and we, we, I guess you can say wet the bed on radio, but not the other one. But, <laughs> you but can say that. Germany's yes. out of it. No, listen, I, this is, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. First of all, I just think that the best possible thing to do with food is to share it. That's the first line of our mission statement is food is a connection. And uh, for Bailey and I, yeah, and uh, and I just think you should share it. That's number one. And number two, something in my childhood. I think I was eight. Um, we were gonna have a party, and I was in charge of getting people to come. And I just, I still have that fear, like no one's gonna come. <laughs> no, seriously. Every single night that we're open at D Bar, I'm like, oh my god, no one's coming. what if no one comes? So yeah. right at this moment in time, I know for sure eight people are gonna be at my desk. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Preston rejoin. First of all, thanks for saying nothing about the show. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Well, hey, I got a question for you. Greg, Greg's mom. What show is this? Greg's mom bringing something good. She says, Chef Keegan, have, have you beat Bobby Flay? I oh, know. I, I never tried. I, I don't think he would want to. He wouldn't want any? You don't want none. No. He doesn't want any of that. <laughs> Chef Keegan carries a big stick. Chefs don't, want, don't, chefs don't want to do dessert. That's why the, pa the pastry chef always gets kicked off immediately on chop. They don't want to go head to head. With a pastry chef on dessert. No way. All right. In front of Grind, Preston Phillips, chef here at Grind, Keegan Gerhardt, along with Spice Trades, uh, Jeff Tyler. We're going to go through second course for the he, you, Preston, you're the third week we of the summer We can do second course dinner, now. So. We can talk about that. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to go very classic. So classic watermelon, feta, arugula salad. Um, it's going to be second course. So I'm going to... Essentially, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a watermelon butcher demo. I'll break it down a watermelon real fast, get nice cubes out of two big fat ones on stage. Um, and then while that's – so just so you all don't think I'm so crazy. So while that's going, I'll have my chicken going for the other course. I'll have – so I'll have my guys behind me uh, manning these proteins that are on this grill that are going to take <laughs> – so you'll be Stop multi at me. You'll be multitasking. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> will you be compressing the watermelon? <laughs> I will not be. Um, so I've always wanted to man your protein. Will just you be <laughs> so you know? Will you be pickling the rind? Pickling the rind to order. You got, no, you got this, I can't, Dimples. I can't catch him. You I got, got this. Preston, I totally know you can do it. I know Thank you're a chef. I, I appreciate I, it. I've been to your restaurant. I know you can do it. Thank you. You can do it. You got to multitask. 
That's you have to multitask. You have That's that. it, it. It's going to be fully interactive, and and, and it's going to be it's it's going to be a lot for two and a half hours. It's not going to be wow, tame. Cool. It's going to be intense. It, th there will be some sort of element of wow. I really do feel like I'm immersed in their restaurant right now. You know, I'm, I'll I'll be giving orders at the same time, but I won't, it won't be crazy. But it, I, I, you know, it, it'll By be giving orders. You're like you. Get your ass up in an apron on and start cutting some water. So you don't need the ingredients uh, brought to your restaurant two weeks before, like Keegan? I don't. Two weeks? <laughs> oh, two days. Two, two, two days. like two minutes uh, in the big picture. I'm prepping for your dinner on my days off. I, oh, You're man. Welcome. Now he makes yeah, exactly. me feel Beat him down. Beat him. You're welcome. Get that stick out, Jeez. will you? Do you think I Greg, have another fly on my chest. You think Greg doesn't know that every chef takes Monday off? That's why I did this dinner on Tuesday. <laughs> How do I get him in the restaurant Man, on Monday? Okay, I deserve that. You do. I deserve that. Of course, By the way, the jalapeno, Lena, is that what you call it, Jeff? Yeah, jalapeno. So tasty, Lena. and I'm a gringo, but the heat is good. Yeah, it's just Can enough, I, you know. Can I taste your beer? Please, won't you? Okay. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you. Third course is the chicken. Third course is the chicken. So the chicken is not 100% decided yet, but the idea um, is that um, we're going to do whole, whole chicken. So spatchcock. We're going to spatchcock these chickens. Yes. Is that like beer can <laughs> in French? No, it is. Come on. Cut no, no. the spine out. Beer cans when you sit it Break on, the on, breast. on the ass and, and, and you oh, leave okay. liquid in, in the beer can to steam the chicken. Spatchcock Spatchcock is take the back out. Spat. Pterodactyl on the grill. Got it. So we're going to brine all these chickens. We're going to go through the importance of brining uh, proteins uh, oh, before nice. you cook them at home. So people, a lot of people are not aware of, of the brine process. It is very important that you brine um, chicken, pork, uh, especially large cuts that you can't uh, season throughout the entire thing. So you have to impart that flavor, um, whether you're you know, putting lemon and, and bay leaf and juniper berries in your brine. So that, that, that's going to be a big topic. People are going to like that. It's very important. Osmosis. Um, <laughs> osmosis, yes. Come on. You throw that word out that night. Yes, chemist. I'll osmosis. Give you, I'll give you a gold star. Um, so we're going to go over that, and then we're going to have some sides to go with that. So we're talking about bringing the, the tortillas. Um, we're going to, you know, I want to do a smoked grilled peach salsa to kind of have on the table to do with Another hyper-local Rich Schneider, Rockalita's tortillas. Yes, sir. Better. Thank you for bringing the tortillas. So if you want to take the chicken, pick it off the bone, put the salsa on a tortilla real fast, eat it like that. Or if you want to have some succotash with your, you know, a, a bone-in uh, leg, something like so that. So fun. So uh, please call that course chicken picking. Please. I, I, I really want to push the family style stuff, chicken man. I, I really think that it's going to that, be a good hit. So uh, that's the deal for the chicken course. Um, and then we're going to go into the lamb. So we're going to get uh, some really good fava beans are in season right now. So we're going to. Uh, make a big batch of fava bean hummus. Uh, there's different beans out there that make uh, decent hummus. Uh, people use black beans. People like fava beans when they're in season. Garbanzo. I like this course. Is, is I've lot. got some local uh, Anasazis. What? And, uh, yeah. And a, I just got a new bean called. Two uh, minutes. Two minutes. Smuggler something. Yep. Sorry. We'll go on. All right. Smuggler's so, code. <laughs> so uh, this course is all about uh, using your hands. So. Uh, Again, family style, we want to do some fresh non bread. So, non bread is really good um, to do quick bread style at the restaurant. So, when I get mussels or hummus in here, uh, we roll non fresh to order and we put it on the flat top and it bubbles up. And it's He's got intense. a flat top over there. He hasn't used it. So, it's not seasoned. It needs to be seasoned. He's so going to be using maybe. it this week. We'll see. So, uh, the, the whole non thing. So, fresh, you know, big, <laughs> rolled, big rolled pieces of non. You tear off a nice piece of non, swipe it in the hummus, swipe a nice medium rare piece of lamb. 
Um, and that's going to be a nice Ooh. little good bite there. One minute dessert. That's Beer. almost Indian yeah, there. Yeah, so I think that's pretty Indian. I think you got to do the five pence with that, too. The lamb and the five pence, I think, is where it's going. We're going to do that this week. I would do it the next week, too. Wow. There you go. Dessert course, um, peaches or cherries. Again, I don't know what I want to do. Soft serve. But we're going to utilize that soft serve machine, so I'm going to put some kind of dessert set down on all of the tables, and I'm going to let that soft serve machine rip, and I pray to God it, it works. Because we're gonna, <laughs> it's going to work. It's going to work. Stonefruit Fandango. <laughs> SummerDinnerSeries.com. Get your tickets for Preston's dinner. Uh, he just uh, sold two tickets to your I dinner. I sold two tickets to your dinner. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Well, awesome. Uh, to your customers right there. Come on. Thanks, guys. Uh, Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Awesome. Come on. Let's Team hear from this dude. Is, everybody. Uh, the, Teamwork uh, makes it Amazing. Thank you, Chef, so much. Thank we you. look forward to Tuesday night. And it's going to be a great time. Everybody that's going is in for a treat. So. Strap on the feedbacks. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs>